So fuck's sake. siblings who have quite a few resentments and we're here to share them with you. No one else is fucking doing it. I don't want, actually, you know what? Today I'm out. I've got a resentment against myself. I reckon everyone in that school is back in. Yeah. You don't need to put the effort into actually changing yourself <laughs> for the better. I cannot stand the man. That's the, the only time I've ever felt like a man. There are corrupt people. Hello, this is Resentment List with your hosts, Naomi and Ben. Mm. Okay, that was very pleasant. Uh, we're here and I'm, I'm going to turn the Resentment List on its head. I'm going to... You say that so often. Do I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that a joke that I keep repeating? No, I don't know, but I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm turning it on its head. Um, I'm going to start with an email that I received uh, from someone. Oh, no, this isn't working now. Yeah. Can you get back? <laughs> uh, <laughs> smooth sailing as usual. The resentment list, completely smooth sailing. Um, look, I got, a, I, got a, I got an email and it's from yeah. an anonymous person. Yeah. And so I don't know who it is. Um, and I just want to bring this to your attention Ben because it's worried me for your sanity so I'm going to read it out and the reason I'm turning the resentment list on its head is because we usually do this at the end but we're going to do it at the start because I'm really curious as to what has happened okay (laughs) okay yeah hey guys I have a big resentment this week so I went to the movies with Ben 10 and as the movie is about to start he leans over and whispers hey I've got leftover stir fry (laughs) from last night that I'm going to eat during this movie also, I don't have a fork, so I'm going to just stir, slurp it into my mouth. This is a massive resentment because one, he's waited until the last possible second to mention this, frankly ridiculous, choice of movie meal. And two, there's nothing worse than when you're in an enclosed space and somebody opens some packaged up old food and that's all you can bloody smell. And yes, stir fry isn't that bad, but I just think that if we allow BYO stir fry in the cinema, then where do we draw the line? That's pretty good. And Ben is not allowed to respond to this resentment and the, with the phrase, hey, I just think different strokes for different folks. <laughs> oh, now, it, without mentioning, you obviously know who this anonymous person is, but without mentioning her name because yeah. she prefers to be anonymous. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> okay. Look, if it's a crime to, to take some... Look, I'm hungry. It's time for lunch. The movie. The problem with the movie is it always falls in a meal time. So what am I supposed to do? And let me just say, if it's a crime to take some pre-prepared stir fry into a movie and slurp it up, then lock me up and throw away. The <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> okay. Okay. One. I've got so many problems with this. Like Ben. Okay. Uh, where do I even start? Okay. With well, this? let me start. Let me Why start you to you. Start? I want to start. No, I want to start. I wanna get, the best defense is a good offense. So, I want to say something to you. You know more than anyone how important it is to have regular intervals of meals. Now, if I'm going to see a movie, and I and from recollection, all right, 
we saw the movie Midsummer. It was a bit weird, but it was good. Go see it. It's a good time. Um, but the movie started at 1.15 p.m. Now, that is in prime lunch eating period for me. No, 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 no. Why? Because if you know that you've got your seeing it film at 1.15, you, have, you get up earlier, have your breakfast earlier, and have your lunch earlier. Well, you also know that getting up early is an issue for me. Yeah, it's a big issue. And I, and I you know, Monday to Friday... I'm in the coal mines. I'm working hard to bring home that hard-earned pay. And on the weekend, all I want is to just sleep in a little bit. But I then, sleep okay, to 10, if that's I true, sleep to 11. If that's true, this doesn't make sense then. Because I know that when you sleep in on the in the weekend, you sleep in until about 11 o'clock. Yeah. So you wouldn't have had breakfast till 11. So why are you eating at 1 o'clock in the afternoon? You would have Your lunch would have been because, pushed to 4. Because I tell you what, I tell you what, I'm, I'm a... I'm a um, I'm a, I have a three or four hour interval. So, and there was, there, I get anxiety around it that I, I want to have it when, when the hunger comes, I want the food. So I don't want to be sitting in that movie, enjoying my time. And then suddenly the, the rumbles are starting <laughs> and, <laughs> you know, so I, I need to be prepared. So, you know what? I probably did have breakfast at 11. But I, I was like, I can't go in the movie and heat up my lunch. But that was only I, two hours. How are you hungry two hours later? I wasn't hungry. But this is how I stop from getting hungry is I come prepared. Well, that's an, this is a whole other issue about What's that. the whole other no, issue? We won't get into that. But that, okay, so, okay, okay, one, you, so you're eating preemptively for hunger. Yeah, i got to eat preempt. <laughs> okay. So you're eating preemptively for hunger. That's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll just leave the dog's lay, lie. <laughs> What's the dog? <laughs> I want to know what the dog is. Um, but that's not really my issue. I mean, being hungry, I get it. I mean, to me, I would just eat beforehand or, you know, eat straight after. That was what I would do. But what really bothers me, there's two things that really bother me, is two, anyone who brings pre-food, like fair enough Maltesers or just snacky stuff, chips, crackers even, dry food that doesn't smell, pre-get that because we all know cinema stuff is expensive. But when you start getting pre-cooked stuff that smells, that's really gross. To top things <laughs> off, you didn't have a fork. Does that Didn't that gross you out <laughs> to eat with your hands? This is disgusting, Ben. It's a real issue. And look, I can't believe that you're this disgusting. Look, now, let me say, the fork thing, that wasn't pre-planned. That was not preempted. That was a mistake. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll put my hands up and I'll admit that I fucked up there. But what am I going to do? I've heated up the food. I brought it. I walked all the way to the cinema. You know, I, you I heated up that. at home. I heated up at home. <laughs> I kept it wrapped in a in a cloth so the heat didn't escape. You know, the only thing I forgot was the fork. And so, what am I supposed to do now? Not enjoy my food? You can only heat reheat food once. So if I didn't eat it, then it was gone. But I would rather not eat it than have to eat with my hands. Stir fry. They say um, eating with your hands is a more is a more sensual experience. I just this boggles my mind. I'm 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 actually. And this this thing about the smell again, you and the smells, it always comes up. What is really that bothersome about smelling a delicious stir fry as you're watching a good movie? If it's anything, just that offensive. That heightens the experience. No, because you're there to enjoy. No, you're there to enjoy the cinema. <laughs> you smell vision. No, you don't want to be smelling weird food and then have the sound of someone slurping. It's just I can't believe. I actually, this has really boggled me. Look, it, might, just, it might not have been my finest hour, but I don't uh, think it was yeah, that bad. No, it's bad. It's it's really bad. So whoever this anonymous is, I, I take. 
I, I wouldn't be going to the movies again with him. Like that, that <laughs> no. would be that would have been a nail in the coffin no, for me. It is. I've never done it before. I might have not a big do it breakfast again. before you go. You wouldn't have been starving. No, there's an anxiety thing. There's an anxiety thing, and I, you know, I I can't justify it because it's irrational. But if I'm seeing a movie at at one fifteen, there's gonna be some anxiety over what if I get hungry halfway through the movie. All right. Well, that's an anxiety that you know we all have our own issues. Um. So I can't I can't give you shit about that because we all have our own anxieties. But um. Some of the hook. Unfortunately some of our stuff affects others and this has obviously affected anonymous in a very negative anonymous. way anonymous is bloody fubic yeah um thanks for that anonymous thanks for the email um yeah keep me updated you obviously spent a lot of time with ben so keep me updated with some more uh disgusting tales of benjamin uh yeah it's uh, i'm scandalized <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so i had an expedition last night what was your expo I went for the first time in my life. Yeah. The first time I ever saw Belmont Forum. Oh, wow. I've never been was there. That a, was that a bucket list item for you? It was a huge bucket list item. Yeah. Um, I'm... It, it was interesting. It was, um, it, was a, it was a big... It was a big expedition, I have to say. Um, we got a train... No, we walked to MacGyver... Or Claysbrook or one of those. that They always seem like the same one. I don't know if anyone else shares this, but I always feel I, I always get them mixed up. And we got a train to um, uh, the casino, Burswood. Mm. And then we walked and then we got a bus to Belknot. Now, on the way, it, it's funny. As soon as you get on the um, – is that – what line is that? I don't even know. Midland line. Is it the Midland line? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. As soon as you get on the Midland line – no, it's not the Midland line. It's another line. Oh, Thornley. Thornley. As soon as you get on the Thornley line, uh, the passengers change dramatically. There's yeah, what, a dr- what kind of demographic? There's a, dr- there's a dramatic shift in passengers. Um, there's an air of, um, there's a thrill. It's thrilling. You know, you don't know if you're going to get raped, bashed, <laughs> um, sworn at. There's people coming from court. Um, it was... Let's just say my my senses were heightened. That was a stir fry heightening series. So, so what are we talking about? Highly educated, uh, white collar people. <laughs> <laughs> what are we looking at here? Well, we're looking at everything. Um, so by the time we get, when I get on there, I'm, I'm already feeling. Thr- I'm thrilled. I'm thrilling. I'm thrilling. I'm yeah, this at- is a real thing for oh, you because Tristan- you're getting your voyeuristic jollies. Yeah, off Tristan. Here. I said, Tristan, this is the best day of my life. Like, so I said to him on the train. I said, this is the best day of my life. So it's already thrilling. We get off at the casino. Tristan's in charge of directions. We get on this bus and I said, I have no idea where I'm going. Yeah. I, I felt like I was in the middle of a huge city and I was going, I felt like I was traveling. Um, we get on the bus and we pass this sign and it says, we're in the, we're in the suburbs in, we're in Belmont, we're in the suburbs of Belmont and there's a sign that says on the bus stop, domestic violence, not in my neighborhood, not oh, in my shit. street. So you can tell it is in their neighborhood. Yeah, so we know that we've crossed a line here. Yeah. We're in domestic yeah. violence uh, yeah. suburb. And that's not me, that was a sign. There was a sign saying it was. So, yeah. Yeah. you know. But um, when we got on the bus, I said, I saw something in the distance. I said, Tristan, is that Belmont Forum? And he said, yeah, I think it is. I said, I've never been here. And he said, oh my God. And I, I took a photo of it and it was it was amazing. And I have to say the folks at Belmont, whoever did the urban planning there, they've got a real community down there, mm-hmm. up there, wherever mm-hmm. it is. Um, 
the reason we were there was we were going to Tristan's auntie's 60th. Oh, I love it. It was at a sports bar. Yeah. So that classic. was that was very interesting. The sports bar situation. Yeah. Huge. The the section. Anyway, I'll get into that. But probably not the ideal environment for two people that don't drink. But uh, not well. It actually was because oh, it was. I loved it. I loved every minute. Um, but. You know, we walked past. I said, "Oh, maybe this is. This looks like a really nice restaurant." We walked past this. I said, "This is. They've got some really nice restaurants here. They had all these booths." Realized it was a Nando's. Oh um, yeah. So, yeah, but the but the way they've laid it out, like they've got all the. There's got like mini shopping centres, and they're all kind of in this one little huddle. And then they've got they had these nice flags. It was like a real nice community thing. So I was kind of. It was like a um, real big thing because I've always wanted to go to Belmont Forum, and I've never known where it is, and I never had a. a, a I never had a um, uh, reason to go. But we obviously didn't get to go into Belmont Forum. Well, why, but can I just ask, sorry, why, why did you want to go to Belmont Forum so much? It seems quite, quite an odd. Because I love, I've got a weird fascination with shopping centres. And yeah, I have a the fas- dregs of society, I, and I have a fascination with dregs of society. So, shopping centres at the best of times bring out various different people. You know, Garden City. It's not, I mean, I used to frequent Garden City. That's not, you know, it's a bit yummy mummy. Like it's the Bicton set, go there, the Burragoon. Like it's not really, it's a bit upper middle class for me. Yeah. It's boring. Yeah. Um, Phoenix, great. Spearwood, great. Um, because, you know, different people go there. You've got the, you've got middle class, but then you've also got druggies. You've got, you've got different people. Belmont to me seems like a foreign land Mm. i don't even know what's going on in belmont like Mm. i can't even fathom the kind of people that are going to be there yeah so for me the belmont forum like it's the same it's a it's a new it's a new new um it's like an anthropological yeah it's a whole new world so for me that that's that's one of the pinnacles midland's a pinnacle for me because i've never been to these places does midland have a shopping center yeah Oh, we got to go and there. And my mate lives there and he says the community is amazing there. They've got these cafes. It's like a, he just loves it. He goes, there's no hipsters there. Not one hipster. Oh, that's great. So I'm going to go there and have a little explore. Well, I, I've got to ask you another question is, see, I Belmont is one of those places I don't really know what it is. Belmont to me, I get Belmont confused with Bentley. Yeah. Um, what is What actually is Belmont? What is it known for? What is it like? Is it like you say? Is a lower socioeconomic area, or what is the deal with Belmont? It's a lower socioeconomic area. Um, I don't know. I think maybe we would need to ask the Bell Tower Times. I think it's just yeah. It's not known as the best community. Well, look, email in if you got any information about Belmont because we we like this is a global podcast, but it's also a local podcast because the local is global um <laughs> and so we lo- we like to learn more about perth because we said before we love perth it's a great place it's it's a really diverse place and we make fun of people but we really love everyone and we just want to find out what what everywhere and everyone's about so if you know anything about belmont email in because we'd love to hear it yeah love belmont so yeah i want to go back um the sports bar was interesting um yeah yeah, for the for the sixtieth, they sectioned off um, Tristan's auntie's section um, in front of a huge TV screen. Love it. So loud we couldn't hear each other. Yeah, so that was perfect, the sixtieth, and um, it was it was a lot. And some people were getting upset that they couldn't hear each other, but I was loving it because I just, I mean, when am I going to go to a sports bar? One, um, 
the food was like who knows what you're going to get. It's um, like wings and stuff. Yeah, there was wings. Um, but they actually had quite a lot of vegetarian. So so it was a thrilling. It was thrilling. There was some different people there. Um, people. It was Collingwood versus um, something or other. Geelong. Yeah. So there was a couple of Collingwood supporters shouting out. Um, and yeah, it was just it was just an interesting night out. It was a good night out, um, and I had fun. But um, to bring it back into the local situation, um, things have really gone from bad to worse where I live. Oh, East Perth. I don't live in East Perth. Well, this is East Perth. No, it's not. What is this called? It's Perth. Huh? It's officially Perth. This is East Perth. 6,000, sweetheart. <laughs> it's If it's anything, it's Highgate. You're not Highgate. I'm Highgate. The dividing line for Highgate, for me, is Beaufort All right, Street. Well, my address You're is on the wrong side of Beaufort, Well, sweetheart. my address is Perth 6,000. So Yeah, we are, we've all... I've seen some 6,000s on my, my letters too. Just because you get a 6,000 doesn't mean you're we're in a 6,000. You're in East Perth. No, we're not. Anywho, in the Perth area, there's been a downfall. I saw something very, very... I've, I've seen a man that's very confronting... Is this the guy we saw outside your apartment just five minutes ago? Well, I mean, that's just normal life. But um, have you ever seen a fat junkie before? A one-legged fat junkie in a wheelchair? Are you lying? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, So I was walking through the park the other day, as I do. And I mean, there's always interesting characters in that park. But I was very confronted one day. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually Tristan. There was a very overweight one-legged man in a wheelchair mm. lying down off his wheelchair oh. nodding out on heroin. oh wow and on the same day so i saw him he was having a great old time on the same day later that evening in northbridge i saw the same man binging on a 12 inch a foot long subway and he was throat then he throwed it up Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you think he was um, strung out? That's what he was throwing up? Probably, yeah. Yeah. So did he lose his leg because of the heroin or did he lose his leg first and then he took the junk because he was upset about the leg? Or is the <laughs> leg... It's more complicated or than that. <laughs> He's just like, oh, fuck, my leg's gone. <laughs> i got to go find some heroin. Or is the leg... Something maybe it was a diabetes. Oh, I I've got. Was a he homeless before the injury, or uh, the injury got him for homeless? I don't know, but my theory around the the disabled thing is I think that people that are um are prone to like um drugs and stuff, if they do, if they are in a situation where they are disabled, it means they they get more into drugs because they. I think they get, um, you know, obviously some kind of disability benefit and probably unemployment benefit from from the government, and then that that kind of encourages them to go more into the junkie lifestyle because they have money coming in and no structure to their life. Mm-hmm. So I think that probably explains it. Yes, and also um, people that are more prone to addiction, depressed people who have a disability. Um, probably don't handle the various um, limitations that an injury, a disability would give them. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm someone that if I became disabled, 
I wouldn't be like positive about it like I wouldn't yeah. be like oh I've got a whole new gratitude of life I you know I'm gonna start doing like um Paralympics like I'd be the junkie type like yeah, I'd be like my life's fucked I have no point to and, live and in all seriousness like it is it is something that that should be talked about is that like you only see the one percent of people that are, are lucky enough and to be honest, it is a lot of luck. It's not just willpower that the great people that there's disabled people that, that manage to make a great lot out of life because once you have an extra problem on, on everything else we face in life, for a lot of people, it exacerbates all their other problems yeah, and yeah, they yeah. find it really hard. Yeah. So I think like... Um, and you've got to have a really good support network. Like if you don't oh have... Yeah. If you don't have a family that has money and is emotionally available to you... Um, you're going to find it very hard to navigate the world because you don't have that extra support. It's like anyone. Like if you, do, if you don't have a supportive family um, and financially and emotionally, you, you just, it's just harder life. It's harder yeah. to live your life. Like, you know, just limitations are harder to overcome. So I don't know. I would love to know a study about the people that do become successful and overcome certain adversities. Um, I think they probably would have really supportive families and they have a sense of um, self, um, self-worth. self They had a good sense of self-worth from day dot because they had good parents and they have good brain chemistry. Yeah, um, and, and I think – and like again – we would never say that that it's you know is positivity culture and stuff like all of that stuff is bad like it's of course whatever lot in your life it's best to be positive and and work as hard as you can to to make something of your life but um i think there is a bit of a problem with this like success stories of people that have had it hard is that it does also buffet the narrative of capitalists like pull yourself up by your bootstraps and everyone can do it when the case is like for a lot of those people they've had the luck of like you say they have a support network or they have they have certain structural things like socioeconomic status in the society that has allowed them to be able to pull themselves up you know so yeah they've given like especially not even um financially but you know say if you've got well-educated parents they will um they will just automatically they they see education they value education so they're more likely to put their child into you know certain systems or certain classes or something that's going to give them the best chance in life yeah whereas other people um whether you're able-bodied or not it's like if you don't have parents like that that are going to give you opportunities to like work on different skills and different like make different connections in the world then it's just not going to happen. Yeah. And so yeah. So you know, Bernie Sanders, twenty twenty. Yeah. So um. So yeah, that was really confronting. So I thought I'd bring that to the table. Um. Well, I want to tell you this about this Uber guy. Oh yeah. Because I I um. Yeah, I I've been uh, having some. Uh, I now that I got a phone. See, the problem is this way I can't have like I can't have extra um like comfort things in my life because i have an addictive personality and so now like i just exploit it so now i'm just getting ubers everywhere to and fro it's costing me a lot of money because i just have the access to it i'm getting uber eats i'm getting ubers i'm getting olas um you know where are you getting pl- ubers and pornography to? um uh, where are you getting ubers and olas to i just get them uh 
like the other day I had I had an appointment and I was running late for the appointment. So I just thought, oh, fuck it. I'll just get an Uber all the way to Freo to my appointment. That would have set me back like 30 bucks. So luckily I... I can't believe you did that. I didn't actually do it. I said, no, nah, you, you got to straighten up and fly right. Pal. Yeah, you yeah, gotta... yeah. So I just, I just, um, I didn't have breakfast. I didn't shower. I just ran straight yeah, out good. the house to the bus. Good. Because um, if you did that, I would have been having a word to you that that's a big waste of money. It is a big waste of money. But I have done stuff like that. And it really annoys me that, you know... I'm just I just have as that impulsive thing like you have it right there on your phone you can just kind of yeah but you got to cut yourself you a break like you've got to you don't pay Rego you don't pay they've done studies to say that if you don't own a car running a car costs so much money I'm not saying that we should use all that money to get Ubers here and there but they've actually made a study that getting Ubers um, costs the same or less than running a car for a whole year I think it's that the thing I heard was that if it's if it's uh less than 20% of your transport comes from Uber, Mm. you'll be saving money. Yeah, so I do, this is what I do. Try this. I'm a walker, so I will usually decide to walk anyway. Mm. But because the area is dodge my dodge, when I go to F45 in the morning at 6.15, this is what I bargain. I get an Uber there, Mm. seven bucks. I, this is all rational. This is my whole life is a rationalization. I rationalize. I don't buy coffee out at all unless I've got a date. Mm-hmm. So I say, well, I don't buy coffee. So that's my coffee for the day. Mm-hmm. But I ain't getting an Uber back. I'm walking back. So I get an Uber there. I walk back, which mm-hmm. is about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then for the rest of the day, I won't get an Uber. And so like the other day I walked to work. So it took me... Um, it takes me 25 minutes to walk to work. So I walk there. But if I'm tired, I say, oh, I can get an Uber back. So I do little like little games of myself. But there's some places that I'll never get an Uber to. to. Like I'll never get the Uber to, a, to the city because mm. that's just like, that's just lazy McLaze. Well, I, um, I think the real thing that kills me is actually the $7 ones because I go, my the, the, the transport, public transport costs so much money now. It's like, it's like four bucks a pop. That like I just go, what's what seven dollars compared to four? It's only three. Well, sometimes more. it is. Sometimes you've got to yeah. make that choice. Like I've said, Tristan is a very not against Ubers, but he will always get the train, always get the bus, always. And sometimes I say to him, like the other day we were out, we went to go see a movie on Sunday night, um, and um, New Tarantino, amazing. Did you like it? Oh my god, have you seen it? I did see it. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was good. All right, well, let's just good. park that and we'll talk about it when I just tell you this one thing. Yeah. Um, we got the train. We got the. We walked to the city then, got the train there. Yeah. But it was bloody 11.30 when the bloody movie... St- and I said to Tristan, I said, uh, can we just get an Uber home? And it was about eight bucks. And I could tell he was like, mm, I, wanna, I don't want to spend that money. Mm. Um, but to me, I'm just like, well, it's going to cost us like two, three dollars each. And then we're going to have to walk all the way home. I'm, I'd rather get an Uber. Where were you? In Leaderville. You could have walked. Not from Leaderville at 11.30 at night. Yeah, it's pretty late. No, no it's eight Leaderville bucks actually takes quite a long time to get hit there from here. Eight bucks is fine. Eight bucks is Yeah, between fine. us, it's fine. So you've got to make... That, what I'm saying is you've got to... You rationalise it in different ways. Did we get an Uber there and back? No, that's just complete... Like, to me, that's too much of a luxury. I don't have money to do that. So you do bargains. I bargain. Oh, you got a bargain. Um, but I'll tell you this, Uber. I want to tell you what happened this, Uber. 
So like a real dummy, this is where I really fucked up. I wanted to get my new shoes so much. You've seen the shoes. We're going to talk about them later. Oh it's a big God, thing in my they're life. They're amazing. But, um, I'm so jealous. I'm going to get them. I got the, the postage thing. Like you've got something to collect from the post office. And then a few days later, urgent reminder, you've got to pick it up. Are we going to return it to the sender? These are shoes. Yeah, oh these are the shoes. So I was like, they came from America. If they're going to send them back, I'm never going to see them. You're fucked, yeah. Yeah. So on Friday at, to, at work, I was like, oh, can I leave early? I want to pick up these shoes. And so I left early. But then I got I got an Uber because I was worried. So I got an Uber all the way from Murdoch to the city to okay, pick hang up on, these hang on. shoes. Wind up. I just blacked out. I was thinking about plants growing. Go back. Go. So t- t- tell me. So you so you got the thing and <laughs> well, I was looking at my plants. The one thing you had to do was <laughs> just listen. Okay, I finished work early. I got yeah. an Uber. No, from- hang on. But why did what prompted you to get the Uber? Because I was worried about getting to the post office in time. Oh, because you got the urgent. Yeah, I got the urgent. When did you get the urgent? When you before? I got the urgent on the Wednesday, and this was the Friday. Oh shit! So what they yeah. said, you've got to get it before what? They said within five days. Okay. Yeah. All right. Got okay, it. Okay. So I finished work early. I finished work at four. Did you? I think. Did you finish? Did you ask them to finish early? Yes, I asked them. Oh, I'm okay. not just going to walk out. Okay. No, I'm just saying. Was it because you asked them because of the postage? Was it, did you finish early because of the postage, or did you finish? What, what was the finishing? Was that your normal finishing time, or did you I say? I asked if I could finish early for to the get postage. the postage. Okay. Yes. All right. Inane question. Um, I like to have all the points. Okay, I'm sure the listeners are riveted right now. (laughs) Okay, so I go there, get the Uber. Now, this is what happens in the Uber. This is an interesting thing. I had a real interesting guy. I can't believe you got a Murdoch to the city. I mean, you go. Are you getting a lot of money at the moment? I just got my tax back, so I'm spending like it's bloody. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, so um, personal joke there. um, (laughs) Okay. Anyway. Uh, where was I? Okay. So here's the first thing. When you get an Uber and you and you look at that thing, this is your driver. Known for great conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. Swipe left, baby. I've got the next driver. <laughs> so I got a driver that said known for great conversation. I was like, oh, God, this is going to be, you know, if we hit traffic, this is going to be like 45 minutes of talking to this fucking douche. But anyway... He's talking to me. It's going fine. You know, I'm asking him about his kids. You know, if you if you don't want to have a conversation, what you do is you just put it on them because then you just have to ask questions. Yeah, so that's yeah, what yeah. I do. Um, but anyway, he was like, uh, so you're going out partying tonight? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm just going over bed. Um, and he was like, then there was a few minutes of silence. And he goes, you know, these girls have really sexy dresses. Ew! <laughs> I was like, where did that, where was the connection? How old like, was this guy? <laughs> He was about 35 and he was like, yeah, they wear these. Was he a bogan? No, no. He was, uh, he was like, like Burmese or something. Oh yeah. He was like, yo, when the girls go out, they, they have these real sexy dresses. I I don't know how they do it. Must be really cold. I'm like, I'm like, wow, that was uncalled for. I don't want to talk about these girls. So I'm like, and he's got his back in, back in Burma or whatever. He was telling me his, his wife and his kids are living in Burma. Oh, he's sending money. He's sending the money while he's out trawling the streets <laughs> looking for these sexy ladies in the dresses. Oh, bless I was like, this is a bloody uh, situation. Um, but uh, uh, what are you doing here? I don't get it. All right. It's at, it's at 30. Um, <laughs> Why do you... Uh, <laughs> um, you so, just ignore me. Oh, okay. Um, but then, so then there's some silence because I, I don't know how to come back from the sexy dresses thing. So I just was silent for a while. And then, and then, so that was on the freeway. Now we're in the city and we're driving along and we're watching all the, um, 
you know the Uber Eats drivers? Mm. You can how you can tell because of those thermo bags they carry, mm. and they're all riding around. And he just goes, "Each individual must struggle for its own existence." <laughs> Like, that's so true. I was like, this guy. Oh my god, that's so this true. This guy has gone to some kind of lecherous perv to being a philosopher. <laughs> like how, like for a guy, and you can tell that like, English isn't his first language. But how poetic of a statement is that? Each individual must struggle for its own existence. Oh my god, that's true. Because yeah, yeah. he was looking at the because he was watching the Uber Eats oh and he was god, just thinking so like true. how hard it is that they have to ride their bikes all day. Oh my god, it's so true. So I mean, it was a bloody dime a dozen. Um, right, it was a diamond in the rough. This guy. So he how much did it cost you to get? To oh, at the end of the day, it cost me twenty bucks. So it wasn't too bad considering how long. But you're I was. not going to do that again, right? Well, here's the clinker: is um, is I when I arrive at the thing, I the place I actually collected from. I see all these people lining up, trying to line up behind them, and then when I come to get my thing, I see that that's actually the after hours collection point, and that's open till eight o'clock at night. So the whole thing was a waste Because I didn't even need to go to the post office When it was open I could have gone to the after hours collection guy He's there till 8 o'clock So if you ever need to collect something You've got enough time to 8 o'clock I didn't know that either That's a very that Don't don't, chalk that up to a normal mistake No one would have known I've never known there's an after hours Well that's a little life hack for you people If you've got to collect the item um, But when's the after hours? On Friday night? Every fucking night No there's not Every night they're open till eight o'clock. They have a well, little. They have a little goblin there that gets his stuff. Well, I guess because everyone everyone works nine till five, so they have to have that. All right, tell us about the shoes. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a new segment we call this Ben's shoes reviews. <laughs> um, <laughs> how many shoes? You you never get new I shoes. I don't know how long it's gonna be. Yeah, because you never get new shoes. Um, yeah. So this is what oh, we I'm call. This is what we call. Um, the brand is called Vija. Now it's it's this specific shoe. Is it Vija or Vega? I thought it was Vega. Suzanne Vega? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, Vega would be with a G. This is V-E-G-A. V-E-J-A. V-E-J-A. Vija. Vega. Oh, who knows? Um, so anyway, it's a Vija. Um, this the shoe I got, I think, is called the uh SDU um Hexa B mesh. So like, I, like, like their names could use a bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> but basically it's kind of it's like a gray and off-white shoe and then the bottoms have got these kind of these hexagon um studs so i literally i walk around and i feel like i'm bouncing on my feet like it's the most comfy shoe I've ever i've got to say these are the best shoes you've ever bought they're the best oh I've ever actually got. i loved your brown docks but these shoes i mean i like i think i'm the stylish one out of the two of us but um but I think that I'm going to give you that this choice. Like, I don't think – most of the time I think that some of your choices are questionable. But I think that this time you've really come through with the goods with yeah, this choice. Yeah, I think I've come through. Like, I think you've made a really good decision. And yeah. I was anxious about them fitting because I didn't trust you to get the right size. But I tell you – see, see, this is the thing is you you walk around in such an arrogance. Just, <laughs> just an air of arrogance. You think – because because Tristan just kowtows to your authority of the house, <laughs> you think everyone else is gonna is gonna act like I don't know how. I mean, you can just do the dishwasher. You do it the way you like it. <laughs> like if you let Tristan do it himself, he'd probably be fine. You think no, no one can he, do anything just because you other, like control? No, he did it the other day and it was not. Good. It was probably fine. It wasn't. But um. I had no so idea. anyway, I did the show. I go. You know what? My 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 Chuck Taylors were were a little too small, so I checked the size on that. That's a that's a size eight. 
And I check my dock set, you know, maybe just a slight little bit too big, that's a size 10. So I go for the size 9, and I tell you what, it's it's a risk buying things online, but these things fit like a glove. And the specific fit of them is the, the actual contour, it's actually fit me better than any shoe ever has. Because I have really flat feet, and this provides me with the right amount of support to make me like walk properly. And they're vegan, aren't they? And, oh, here's the, here's the other thing. <laughs> <laughs> These shoes, they're not only vegan. They're not only vegan, my friend. These shoes are made out of recycled bottles. Oh, my God. They're all, I think, 100% recycled material, these shoes. They've got, they, I'll show you the pamphlet. They give you a little pamphlet. They have sustainable work practices. Oh, my God, I want to see the pamphlet. Completely sustainably built. And there's no, there's no kind of animal um, welfare issues gone into that shoe. It's a great shoe. And I tell you what, because of these hexagons at the bottom, I, I literally feel like I'm walking on air. And well, look, folks, we're going to take a photo of this shoe. We're going to take a photo. And we're going to post it. So you're going to see this beautiful shoe. Ben has created – I mean, you guys are probably going to order them online after this. Oh, you better order them. Yeah. You better order them on mass because these these babies are going to go fast. Um, now, so these this is the Vija shoe. Um, I got them from Moo Shoes in the US and they, they gave me a handwritten thank you note. So wow. the wonderful people at Moo Shoes – um, they're great. I, think I love them. Love them. All right, let's talk about Tarantino. All right, let's go to a quick. T- oh wait, I got to give them a score. I'm going to give the shoes. I'm going to give them a 9.8 out of 10. How's Whoa, that? That's how's that good. for you? Best shoes I've well, ever I'm gotten. Buy, baby. I like them so much. I'm going to buy them. You better get a different one as me because oh, if yeah. you copy, you're no. Bloody, I'm getting yeah, a different yeah. one. I'm going to get a better one. Oh, <laughs> what do? You, what would you get? What color? No, would I've you already get? showed. No, I'm not going to get that one. I'm get the olive. I love the olive. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm, I'm gonna get some more. Yeah. I'm gonna need a collection no, of these shoes. Not. But you also you gotta you gotta spray them with waterproofing stuff. <gasps> did you? Yeah, yeah, I did it. Yeah. Did you buy the waterproofing stuff? Yeah, yeah, I bought it. Wow. Yeah. You're good. I'm I'm a different man. I yeah. used to throw my shoes against the wall. Yeah, you did. Now I now I'm gonna clean them when yeah, I get you've home. Yeah, you put like burn marks on your dogs. Oh, there's like, burn You put marks. them in a fire. Yeah, I put them in a fire. Ah, uh, so Tarantino film. What did you think? Okay. Well, I went into this movie with all these like. The bloggers have turned against him now. They're really against this Tarantino. What do you mean? They said... Um, the bloody bloggers. They said he's... There's just... The violence is just... It's just nonsensical now. You don't need that violence. Like, it's just bad. But that's and the And they said it. it was... They said it was just too misogynistic this time. They were like, Oh, um, Margot Robbie's character didn't hardly got a line. And... Um, and then they they found the one like racist thing the character says. By the way, this movie is set in the '60s, so like people are gonna say racist things. But he goes, "Oh, don't let the Mexicans see you cry." Do you remember that part? No. And they're like, "Oh, this is like like why would he need to put that in?" It's like it's the fucking set in the '60s. Who gives a fuck? But um, I thought actually seeing the movie, all the things the blogger said were storming the teacup. I thought it was a great movie. I thought it was Tarantino's best movie probably since um, uh, Django at least. Um, and uh, it was thoroughly enjoyable. Um, the violence was very short, but it was a little bit too much for me. I found it a bit bit gross, but um, I thought it was, yeah, one of his better movies. What did you think? Look, I'm not a Tarantino connoisseur. Um, I'm not a movie buff either, but I have to say I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, yet again, yet dot again dot Leonardo DiCaprio oh we love you Leo Leo okay this is how I I could I remember asking my dad how do you know what what actor is a good actor like I never knew how to tell a good actor 
and he and I think dad used to say to me um, I can't remember what he said but he said something wise but now I know what a good actor is mm-hmm. a good actor is when you watch them and you don't separate the character from the actor. Oh, like yeah. you don't go, oh, that's Leonardo Leonardo playing blah, blah. You just watch it and you become completely immersed with the character and you just see Leonardo as a ca- the character. Now I have to say, does that make sense? Yeah. I have to say, every fucking movie I see Leo in, I don't even know it's Leo. I just assume that he's a character. Oh, yeah. So I was thoroughly impressed again with Leo. Leo is deserves every little dime he has. Every dime. Every dime. He is I mean, we all know he's great, but it's just there's a scene in there that you're just like, fuck me, dead. Leo, you know I love you sexually. Um But now you also love him artistically. I've always loved him artistically. I've followed Leo from day fucking dot, alright? I've been there through through it all. Thick and thin. Do I wish that I was young enough to be his his wife? Yes I do. He well, likes he young. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't have wives, but he only dates people twenty-two year old. Yeah. So I'm. Ten but years. do you know what the other thing about it? Every movie he does, he somehow makes the character into an icon. Like there's already <sighs> memes of him going, "I'm Rick fucking Dalton." <sighs> like it's so cool. He is. He is amazing, and and Pitt, the Pitt man. Oh, he was great too. He was look, so good. Brad Pitt. Look, look. Let's be honest. Leo has chosen. Perfectly, his movie choices have been perfect. Has it been luck? Has it been his own his own discretion? I don't know. Has Brad Pitt chosen the greatest movies? No, he's chosen no. some pretty bad ones. Stinkers. Is Brad Pitt underrated because we focus on his looks and not his artistic intent? Maybe, undoubtedly. But you know, he's good. He's good, and they have a good rapport. Um, Look, should do you what? Should you see it? Yes, you should. Should you see it in the cinema? Yes, you should. Should you get a chalk bomb from Luna? They make the best. Uh, and I think that wraps it up. That wraps it up. You've been great. We've been great. Uh, hit us up on all the things and do the things and see ya. Bye.